0: We ought to speak, shout out against injustices, with confidence and without fear. We proclaim the principles of the Church, the reign of love, without forgetting that it is also a reign of justice. Meditation of the Day, an excerpt from A Year with the Church Fathers, by St. Justin Martyr, page 324. We've been taught that God did not make the world for no reason but for the sake of the human race. As I said before, he takes pleasure in those who imitate his attributes and is displeased with those who embrace what is worthless, whether in word or deed. Scripture verse of the day. May the God of hope fill you with all joy and peace in believing so that you may abound in hope by the power of the Holy Spirit. Romans chapter 15 verse 13. Saint of the day. The saint of the day for March 22nd is St. Nicholas Owen. St. Nicholas Owen died in 1606. He was born in England, the son of an Oxford carpenter. He became a carpenter himself and joined the Jesuits as a lay brother during the era when Catholicism was outlawed in England. After serving jail time for defending the martyred St. Edmund Campion, Nicholas began working for and traveling with the Jesuits staying in Catholic houses where he made repairs during the day and secretly constructed well-disguised priest holes or hiding places for hunted priests during the night. He was so skilled at his craft that his priest holes saved hundreds of lives over his 20 years of work. While on a trip to London with a Jesuit priest, they were betrayed by a household servant, captured and tortured. After Nicholas's release, he masterminded the priest's escape from the Tower of London. Years later, after the gunpowder plot of 1605, Nicholas was again a wanted man. He hid, along with the priest, in one of his priest holes. And although 100 men searched for them diligently, they were not discovered. After eight days of hiding without food, Nicholas left the hole disguised as a priest in order to protect the real priest who was still concealed. He was captured and tortured on the rack in the Tower of London. Day after day, he refused to give up any information about the underground Catholic Church in England. He died a martyr after his entrails burst open. St. Nicholas Owen is one of the 40 martyrs of England and Wales. Father John Gerard wrote of him, I verily think no man can be said to have done more good of all those who labored in the English vineyard. He was the immediate occasion of saving the lives of many hundreds of persons, both ecclesiastical and secular. And today, March 22nd, is his feast day. The following was issued by Archbishop Jose H. Gomez of Los Angeles regarding the coronavirus. With the worldwide outbreak of the coronavirus, we are confronted once more with the fragility of our lives, and again we are reminded of our common humanity, that the peoples of this world are our brothers and sisters, that we are all one family under God. God does not abandon us. He goes with us even now in this time of trial and testing. In this moment, it is important for us to anchor our hearts in the hope that we have in Jesus Christ. Now is the time to intensify our prayers and sacrifices for the love of God and the love of our neighbor. Let us draw closer to one another in our love for Him and rediscover the things that truly matter in our lives. United with our Holy Father, Pope Francis, let us pray in solidarity for our brothers and sisters here and around the world who are sick. Let us pray for those who have lost loved ones to this virus. May God console them and grant them peace. We pray also for doctors, nurses, and caregivers, for public health officials, and all civic leaders. May God grant them courage and prudence as they seek to respond to this emergency with compassion and in service to the common good. In this time of need, I invite all the faithful to seek together the maternal intercession of Our Lady of Guadalupe, and I share this prayer with you. In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit, Amen. Holy Virgin of Guadalupe, Queen of the Angels, and Mother of the Americas, we fly to you today as your beloved children. We ask you to intercede for us with your Son, as you did at the wedding in Cana. Pray for us, loving Mother, and gain for our nation and world, and for all our families and loved ones, the protection of your holy angels, that we may be spared the worst of this illness. For those already afflicted, we ask you to obtain the grace of healing and deliverance. Hear the cries of those who are vulnerable and fearful. Wipe away their tears and help them to trust. In this time of trial and testing— Teach all of us in the church to love one another and to be patient and kind. Help us to bring the peace of Jesus to our land and to our hearts. We come to you with confidence, knowing that you truly are our compassionate mother, health of the sick and cause of our joy. Shelter us under the mantle of your protection. Keep us in the embrace of your arms. Help us always to know the love of your Son, Jesus. Amen. In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit. Amen. Readings for Holy Mass for the Fourth Sunday of Lent. A reading from the first book of Samuel, chapter 16, verses 1, 6 through 7, and 10 through 13. The Lord said to Samuel, Fill your horn with oil, and be on your way. I am sending you to Jesse of Bethlehem, for I have chosen my king from among his sons. As Jesse and his sons came to the sacrifice, Samuel looked at Eliab and thought, Surely the Lord's anointed is here before him. But the Lord said to Samuel, Do not judge from his appearance or from his lofty stature, because I have rejected him. Not as man sees does God see, because man sees the appearance, but the Lord looks into the heart. In the same way, Jesse presented seven sons before Samuel. But Samuel said to Jesse, The Lord has not chosen any one of these. Then Samuel asked Jesse, Are these all the sons you have? Jesse replied, There is still the youngest who is tending the sheep. Samuel said to Jesse, Send for him. We will not begin the sacrificial banquet until he arrives here. Jesse sent and had the young man brought to him. He was ruddy, a youth handsome to behold, and making a splendid appearance. The Lord said, There, anoint him for this is the one. Then Samuel, with the horn of oil in hand, anointed David in the presence of his brothers. And from that day on, the Spirit of the Lord rushed upon David. The Word of the Lord. Responsorial Psalm, Psalm 23. The Lord is my shepherd, there is nothing I shall want. The Lord is my shepherd, I shall not want. In verdant pastures he gives me repose. Beside restful waters he leads me. He refreshes my soul. The Lord is my shepherd. There is nothing I shall want. He guides me in right paths for his namesake. Even though I walk in the dark valley, I fear no evil, for you are at my side with your rod and your staff that give me courage. The Lord is my shepherd. There is nothing I shall want. You spread the table before me in the sight of my foes. You anoint my head with oil. My cup overflows. The Lord is my shepherd, there is nothing I shall want. Only goodness and kindness follow me all the days of my life, and I shall dwell in the house of the Lord for years to come. The Lord is my shepherd, there is nothing I shall want. A reading from the letter of St. Paul to the Ephesians, chapter 5, verses 8 through 14. Brothers and sisters, you were once darkness, but now you are light in the Lord. Live as children of light, for light produces every kind of goodness and righteousness and truth. Try to learn what is pleasing to the Lord. Take no part in the fruitless works of darkness. Rather, expose them, for it is shameful even to mention the things done by them in secret. But everything exposed by the light becomes visible, for everything that becomes visible is light. Therefore it says, Awake, O sleeper, and arise from the dead and Christ will give you light. The Word of the Lord A reading from the Holy Gospel according to John, chapter 9, verses 1 through 41. As Jesus passed by, he saw a man blind from birth. His disciples asked him, Rabbi, who sinned, this man or his parents, that he was born blind? Jesus answered, Neither he nor his parents sinned, It is so that the works of God might be made visible through him. We have to do the works of the one who sent me while it is day. Night is coming when no one can work. While I am in the world, I am the light of the world. When he had said this, he spat on the ground and made clay with the saliva and smeared the clay on his eyes and said to him, Go wash in the pool of Siloam, which means sent. So he went and washed and came back, able to see. His neighbors and those who had seen him earlier as a beggar said, "'Isn't this the one who used to sit and beg?' Some said it is, but others said, "'No, he just looks like him.' He said, "'I am.' So they said to him, "'How were your eyes opened?' he replied, "'The man called Jesus made clay and anointed my eyes and told me, "'Go to Siloam and wash.' So I went there and washed and was able to see. And they said to him, "'Where is he?' He said, "'I don't know.'" They brought the one who was once blind to the Pharisees. Now Jesus had made clay and opened his eyes on a Sabbath. So then the Pharisees also asked him how he was able to see. He said to them, "'He put clay on my eyes and I washed and now I can see.'" So some of the Pharisees said, "'This man is not from God.'" "'because he does not keep the Sabbath.' But others said, "'How can a sinful man do such signs?' And there was a division among them. So they said to the blind man again, "'What do you have to say about him "'since he opened your eyes?' He said, "'He is a prophet.' Now the Jews did not believe that he had been blind and gained his sight until they summoned the parents of the one who had gained his sight. They asked them, "'Is this your son who you say was born blind?' How does he now see? His parents answered and said, We know that this is our son and that he was born blind. We do not know how he sees now, nor do we know who opened his eyes. Ask him. He is of age. He can speak for himself. His parents said this because they were afraid of the Jews, for the Jews had already agreed that if anyone acknowledged him as the Christ, he would be expelled from the synagogue. For this reason, his parents said, He is of age. Question him. So a second time they called the man who had been blind and said to him, Give God the praise. We know that this man is a sinner. He replied, If he is a sinner, I do not know. One thing I do know is that I was blind, and now I see. So they said to him, What did he do to you? How did he open your eyes? He answered them, I told you already, and you did not listen. Why do you want to hear it again? Do you want to become his disciples too? They ridiculed him and said, You are that man's disciple. We are disciples of Moses. We know that God spoke to Moses, but we do not know where this one is from. The man answered and said to them, This is what is so amazing, that you do not know where he is from, yet he opened my eyes. We know that God does not listen to sinners. But if one is devout and does his will, he listens to him. It is unheard of that anyone ever opened the eyes of a person born blind. If this man were not from God, he would not be able to do anything. They answered and said to him, You were born totally in sin, and are you trying to teach us? Then they threw him out. When Jesus heard that they had thrown him out, he found him and said, Do you believe in the Son of Man? He answered and said, Who is he, sir, that I may believe in him? Jesus said to him, You have seen him, and the one speaking with you is he. He said, I do believe, Lord, and he worshipped him. Then Jesus said, I came into this world for judgment, so that those who do not see might see, and those who do see might become blind. Some of the Pharisees who were with him heard this and said to him, Surely we are not also blind, are we? Jesus said to them, If you were blind, you would have no sin, but now you are saying, We see, so your sin remains. The Gospel of the Lord A prayer to Saint Joseph. In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit. Amen. O blessed Joseph, faithful guardian of my Redeemer, Jesus Christ, protector of thy chaste spouse, the Virgin Mother of God, I choose thee this day to be my special patron and advocate and I firmly resolve to honor Thee all the days of my life. Therefore, I humbly beseech Thee to receive me as Thy client, to instruct me in every doubt, to comfort me in every affliction, to obtain for me and for all the knowledge and love of the heart of Jesus, and finally, to defend and protect me at the hour of my death. Amen. In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit. Amen.